Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome back to another episode of the Buffalo Happy Hour. Mike, what's going on? Derek, we're with our friends over at 189, and there's a lot to discuss, uh, but first we should have you guys introduce yourselves. I'm John Crook. And I'm Harrison Crook. Are you guys brothers? Yes, we are. (laughs) I love it. You're like super worried about the microphone. Don't worry. Nice and close. No, you're good. You can just just relax. So... You guys are brothers. What made you get started in this business? Did you guys get started together? Did one of you get started first? Uh, it was just straight up necessity. I needed a job when I was 16. <laughs> and uh, I started working at a coffee shop because I thought it was cool. And girls worked there. So oh, there you like, go. Giddy up. Let's make some coffee. <laughs> uh, and then I kind of did it through college just because I started to enjoy cooking and stuff like that. And uh, I got out of it for one year thinking I should be corporate hated the shit out of it and then I started working in the kitchen again and then uh, my parents called me and they were like hey we're thinking about buying the barbell do you want to help and I was like oh yup so that was my little journey but that's what I've been doing for my whole life pretty much and that was in what year did they buy it 2011 okay so that conversation occurred in 2011 and you're you're all green waiting to yeah. Make it in the kitchen industry, and yep. then they drop that bomb on you? Yeah, and I believe I told them I'd help them get it open for a couple months. <laughs> <laughs> Look so, where you are now. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, similar story? Yeah, I was at school, or I was, was going to be a freshman um, at, in college, and they bought it, and I was like, I know I don't want to do that, so I would just kind of work on summer vacations or whatever, and then I actually quit school to work here because I loved it so much, so I've been there since uh, 2011 as well, but... So back in 2011, people obviously flocked to the barbell now, and they have been for quite some time. Mm-hmm. But when did you guys see the barbell become this insane business that everybody just needs to go to for the wings? Uh, I think it was funny because when we bought the place, we thought, can't get any busier than this. And we, I mean, it was like... I, 
<laughs> I mean, and then every single year since 2011, it gets busier and busier and busier. And we keep thinking, we have this. It's, we say it every yeah, it's year. It's dumb at this point. We're like, this is it. We're maxing <laughs> out. It can't be any busier than this. We can't fit any more humans in the building. But it just, I mean, stuff just keeps going up. People love wings, turns yes. out. Yeah. yeah so. so are you guys drums or flats guys? Drums. I'm a, I'm a, a late comer to the drums. I was flats for a while, but yeah, drums are better for blue cheese, yeah. I think. Yep. They don't have that vein, which yep. I have a problem with. So. Yeah, same. You don't have to pull them apart. Yeah, right. dude. I don't need to be unnecessarily dirty. You know, everybody tries to pretend like, oh, yeah, I love that. Get right in there. It's like, uh, why? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, everybody, like, does the twisting thing now. Yeah, where yeah. You break apart the bone. Yeah, I didn't you know can, like, that pull until, the like, bone two out. years ago. Yeah, yeah. But, but even that's kind of filthy when you yeah. think about it. It's like when you got, like, this sloppy yeah. thing. <laughs> but, yeah. That's awesome. It's a good point, though, because it's just unnecessary bone marrow. Yeah, I don't yeah. In the conversation, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. need it. I yeah. got, I like the drums. drums yeah. Crunchy, you get it all. You so know. before 2011, was your family involved in the food industry? No. No? Okay. No. My dad sold computers. Oh, easy transition, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is why they needed me, the expert, the 22-year-old who had absolutely no idea what he was doing yeah. to come help them out. So, yeah. Yeah. So. That's so interesting. So how, how did that, do you know how that thought process took place where we're doing this industry and now let's just buy one of the best businesses in East Yeah, Oral. my dad is, uh, he loves the deal, you know, the art of the deal. Yep. Oh, yeah. And uh, Barbell is just, I mean, it's an East Aurora institution, so when you wake I mean, we're born and raised here, so when you're born here, mm-hmm. nothing, I mean, Barbell, even before, it started getting popular when we took over, I think just kind of organically, we didn't really do anything. But um, prior to that, if it was outside of East Aurora, not a lot of people knew about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, it was a no brainer to my, my father. He was like, I can't believe they're selling. I'll do whatever I got to do just to buy it. Because, right. and I don't even think he planned on getting out of the computer industry. I think it was just like, oh, we'll buy the bar. That'll be like a retirement plan mm-hmm. for me. And then it is, yeah. yeah. Here we are. Yeah, yeah. that consumes like our entire lives. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. that's also interesting too because you—they probably didn't buy it thinking that they're going to run it, right? I mean, they thought that they were going to be oh, no. like just the owners. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, how much is it now that you guys are actually running the place? Pretty much. I mean, it's gone through huge waves. Yeah. I mean, I mean, <laughs> we are. We are like highly involved, but we have a huge management team now because sure. we have technically three locations but it's four separate kitchens because our takeout location is a completely separate staff and i mean management team and all that stuff so we have four complete restaurant squads that we have to watch so we yeah i mean we don't we're not like in the barbell day-to-day same with 189 is we we just kind of like check in make sure everybody's good but how do you sleep you don't. Because yeah. <laughs> like what sleep very well actually, just for like three hours. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I fall asleep around 10 p.m. Then I wake up at two in the morning and I just lay there in silence, <laughs> thinking about all the shit I have to do the next day. Yeah. So, yeah. so do you know what? I mean, just being the owners now, do you know the origin of why it called the barbell? Yes. Awesome. Uh, in 1967, the two, the couple that opened it. Uh, the woman's name was Barbara, and the man's name was Bill. Perfect. That's it. Barb Bill. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. That yep. makes sense. That yep. makes a lot of sense. Yep. And then 189, that's a really clever story, yep. too. You guys very, are, tricky yep. stuff, very tricky <laughs> stuff. Because <laughs> uh, obviously for our listeners, they're at 189. Uh, that's Street. the address. Yeah, yep. yeah. Yep. So. 189 Main Street. Were there other names <laughs> thought of when you purchased this place, or you just no. wanted, yeah, no? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
Yeah, no, I, <laughs> 189 <laughs> has been quite the journey, but I think that was one of the only things that we pretty much had right out of the gate yeah. That, yeah. that is the same. Every other thing has changed, but... Yeah. So speak, So we're in 189, so we should, we should touch on that for just a few moments mm-hmm. <laughs> because Barbells essentially took the front. But yeah. for 189, you guys are known for burgers, whiskey, and then like a secret society culture that <laughs> most locals know about and then a lot of people don't know about. So can we discuss some of the nonchalant aspects of 189? Sure. Uh, the, the secret society, if you will, <laughs> is a bunch of dudes who like to drink whiskey. Uh, they come in on Mondays. And the original plan was like, oh, man, we're going to do this locker program. We're going to have this like line of people that want to be, be a part of it. It's going to be high turnover. We're going to give them specialty bottles of whiskey. We're going to talk whiskey, blah, blah, blah. And we had the initial probably like 10 to 15 dudes join. And they looked at each other and they were like, oh, I think we just want it to be us forever. So we fundamentally don't take memberships anymore. It's just the 15 dudes. They come in. They hang out every week. You'll see them shortly. They'll be making a lot of noise. Once they know there's a thing happening, they'll probably pop up here and try to Uh, commit. Yeah, That is awesome. (laughs) There's something else. They're they're a spirited bunch. (laughs) So it's stuck to 15. I think so. I think think we're we're right around there. Yeah, 15, 16, something like that. That's amazing. Yeah, they, they love it. They love it. But, yeah, they just come, smoke cigars, talk music, watch sports. Yep. But they get to buy. Their perk is that they get a locker in here, so when they come in, they can, like, if they're entertaining or even if they're just eating, they can come and grab a bottle out of their locker. They can buy it at cost, so they don't have to. So it's, like, cheaper than retail. Um, And then we give them the opportunity if we get uh, limited limited edition stuff or rare stuff, they get the first crack at it before we put it on the wall or so what type of limited edition stuff have you gotten in? I mean, it used to be so much cooler because it was like when we opened, especially in Western New York, nobody cared about whiskey at all. Sure. So we were the only ones asking, so we would get everything. So there'd be like limited runs or like stuff like the Game of Thrones thing. They would have like special stuff or barrel proof stuff or whatever. Now we just get allocated like regular stuff mm. because yeah. nobody can get it. Like Blanton's you get like three bottles and that's it for six months so it's like now it's just like can you get your hands on angel's envy yeah it's like you know what i mean so So. we've been talking with a lot of liquor stores too and it seems like when the consumers know what they're going to get before they even know what they're going to get oh yeah because they just flock is it the same with you guys if you know that you're having something exclusive you're just going to get a herd of people that come out of nowhere um i don't know if a lot of people know that Get it. Yeah, not you know so I mean? much. Maybe it's because we're in a suburb, but not yeah. so much that. But um, yeah, our members, members kind of do. Yeah, yeah. Members, yeah, they can smell the blood in the water. So. <laughs> and then we also get pappy once a year, and we pretend that we don't. Yeah. So our members are like, any pappy this year? I'm like, uh, no, man. man, again. No, I don't know. We got I don't know what happened. That's crazy. I think no we got scared. Man, I don't know. <laughs> it fell off the boat. Yeah. 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 Christmas, we're at home like. So when did you guys buy this place? Or when did the 189 come into the Barbell family? Uh, in 2014. We, I mean, it is a, a long, it's a <laughs> sordid past. Yeah. But we, they, there used to be a health food store in this building. And they just wanted to unload the building. So at first we were just going to buy the building because why not? Mm-hmm. And we had like a little cash to spend. So it was like might as well invest mm-hmm. in some real estate. And sure. then 
we had this idea of starting a brew pub. You know, and so we looked at <laughs> no further comment. At, yeah, exactly. That's that's that. Yeah. And then we <laughs> we looked at a bunch of different locations and stuff, and we eventually just realized, like, you know what, this is pretty cool, and it's nice that it's next to Barville, and let's just see what we can do. So. Do you have a lot of people coming over here hoping to get wings from Barbell to eat here? Don't lie. Don't nice. lie. Multiple times a day. Well, uh, multiple times a day. <laughs> we get more people that think they're in the Barbell than mm. people yeah. just asking for wings. Oh, like, that's a good point, yeah, too. we literally get all the time, like, we've where are had, your wings? Like, we've I, had guys. We had one guy. I'll never forget him. He sat at the bar for an hour being like, I'm meeting my friend here. I'm meeting my friend here. I'm meeting my friend here. He finally gets a phone call. The guy's like, where have you been? I've been here for an hour. And he's like, where am I? And like, um, he's like, holy shit, where's a barbell? Like, next door, bro. So both of these dudes are just sitting next door to each other, not speaking to each other for an hour. You can knock on the wall yeah, to each other at this point. They'll sit down. We give them menus and stuff like that. They flip it over, and then they just quietly walk out. Yeah. And we're like, okay, message yeah. received. Yeah. That's but. So one thing about the barbell, too, is you guys have stuck with what worked with chicken wings and also beef on whack. Mm-hmm. What, where did the beef on whack come in, and do you guys feel like it's underappreciated? Because everybody knows you guys for the wings instead of the beef on whack. Yes, so I do feel like it's underappreciated. Where it came from was, so my mom's uncle Joe, who bought the place in 77, was the third owner of the barbell, the first owner of the barbell, Barb and Bill. <laughs> The only thing you could get at Barbell was beef on whack. Oh. So they had like a little tiny household oven and they would make like one roast a day and you could get sandwiches and that was it. So it was like come in and drink and eat a sandwich if you want and that's it. So when he bought the place, he was the one who added wings. They didn't have wings until 70. I think it was probably till 1980 or something because I think the first couple years was just yes. him trying to figure out, yeah. you know, it used to be a biker bar back then. So it was infamous for like people getting the shit beat out of him and stuff like oh, that. Perfect. So yeah. yeah, he had bottles <laughs> smashed over his head and stuff like that. So yeah. he used to bartend every single night. It was crazy. But, um, so yeah, he invented, or he brought, didn't invent them. He brought the wings into the picture, but beef has always been there. And the second part of the question, I definitely think it's undervalued, but I think it's generational. True. I just don't think people our age really eat beef on whack as much as they eat wings. Um, but I obviously, my biased opinion is yeah. that ours is the best. Yeah. Um, well, it's interesting. Sorry. No, uh, it's interesting because not a lot of people specialize in beef on whack anymore. Everybody seems to have the best wing, and it's yeah. the biggest debate in Buffalo yeah, is yeah. who has the best wing. And the, the, the other debate is where do you go for beef on whack? And there's literally two locations in Buffalo. There's Schwabels in West Seneca and then you guys. Mm-hmm. And the difference is, personally, I think, in the environment – where I grew up around West Seneca. Mm-hmm. So we would go to Schwabbles, but it was like, it was a thing. Like you yeah. dress up, you sit down, it's a formal like dinner. Yeah. And then you get this amazing beef on white sandwich. And yep. then you go to Barbell and it's like, hey, like you said, I'm going to go kick some dude's ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then I'm going to yeah. grab a beer and a frozen mug, yeah, sit yeah. down and get 10 wings and a medium beef on whack and then crush it with a side of chips and a pickle. And it's yep, a yep. totally different feel. Yes, it is. Yep. And it's not that it attracts different clientele, but it brings in a whole different element where I feel more at home at Barbell, yeah. so I'm going to go to Barbell. Yeah, yeah, I totally understand that. I think yeah. you're, I think you're spot yeah. on. And I love we we love Schwabbles. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, but I think you're totally right. It's just a, I love that whole tradition, and it's like way older than the Barbell, and it's and it's like the same as it's always mm-hmm. been. I love I love the experience of going to Schwabbles, but I just think we're a different flavor. I think it's just a different. Yeah. We get a lot of people who 
prefer the Schwabels thing. Definitely. And then come in and they're like, this isn't not <laughs> five at all. Yeah. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah, yeah. Well, both places have a capacity for like four and a half people. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, speaking exactly. of Barbell, yeah. have, have you thought about expanding Barbell at all? Because I know that a lot of people would love to see that happen, but uh, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, we've never, it's pretty much a non-negotiable situation <laughs> where it, <laughs> it's, it's staying the same. Um, yeah, the East Aurora Barbell is... I obviously think I think it's perfect the way that it is. So we're not looking to yeah. change anything about it. Um, the way we're expanding is like more location sure. stuff like that. Um, we I think we maybe for like five minutes had the discussion like maybe we should blow it out into 189 and before we had this concept mm-hmm. and, and it was immediately like that's why would we do that? Yeah. Why I mean. So how would that work with the town too? Like if it's not, it wouldn't. <laughs> so, so that's yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my question. Like it's not necessarily just you guys sitting down and logistically thinking about it, and you're like, "Now nah, we'll nix it and keep it the way it is." But you also have the town above you saying that's also not happening. Leave yeah, yeah. it the way it is because yeah. this building dates back to this like pre seventies without oh, yeah. a doubt. So like when what's the history behind the building that we're in for one eight nine? I, I mean, it's got to be, I think it's like 1860-ish. Wow. Um, I don't know what it was. I think it was a house for a long time. But then in the 50s, maybe even before the 50s, maybe like the 30s or something like the that. Deli. It yeah. was a deli up until the 70s. And then it became the health food store that we bought it from. But it was just, that was that was pretty much it. Barbell used to be an ice cream shop. Oh, really? Yep. Was it a house before that or was it just an ice cream so. shop? I would okay. assume so. But yeah, I mean, every building in East Aurora is... Right so old and yeah the historical thing there's zoning stuff we had a conversation about something i don't think it was actually barbell but it was like you can't combine um lots here especially if it's like historic and especially i mean it would just never get approved it's just so is this building historic as well as barbell or are they not necessarily historic yet no no there were two i remember pasquale's on main street Mm -hmm. bought these buildings across the street and they were going to demolish them for parking lots and they were historic and they couldn't oh. do anything to them at all so they just had to sell them yeah. <laughs> so they bought them <laughs> so, yeah. it was yeah. like a they should have looked into it prior but, yeah. yeah it's like four days they owned it yeah. it's like for sale i felt bad for them that really sucked but that's kind of the east Aurora vibe so when you first started 189 or, or from the first time that i was here you had it configured a different way mm-hmm. the the bar was in the back it was really tight back there mm-hmm. and now coming in today we we're just like where are we like, yeah. it's completely different <laughs> it honestly threw me off i'm like yeah. wait I'm, I'm supposed to come in the back like if, are we in the right place yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh yeah i'm actually really excited about it we used to have a stage we used to do music and stuff like that which was great we had like tons of really really cool national acts um and it just kind of ended up running its course. Our demand got so high for people eating that the music was taking away from uh, people who wanted to come in and dine. And then we had a logistic issue. Originally, the reason it was so cramped in the back is we thought it was like this genius architectural move where it's like, it's going to feel so cozy and small, <laughs> blah, blah. It turns out it just sucked. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So we now it's way easier to run food. Everybody's kind of a little more spread out. Perfect timing with COVID wasn't planned at all. It was sure. just kind of... Oh, so this was really recent that you did this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This, oh, okay. yeah, we did this. We were going to close in May to do the renovations. And then when Cuomo was like, yeah, we're done, it was like, I guess... March it is. So yeah, it's going to move it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. So. so talking about the food, can you explain what food is here versus what's at? Obviously, everybody knows what's at Barbell, but how these two complement each other rather than compete with each other. Sure. Harry? 
Yeah, so our original thought, um, and it's still true, is this was kind of the made-by-scratch place and the doing-our-own-thing-our-baby kind of deal, um, whereas Barbell was just kind of we can't change much or else people would definitely be upset with us. So it's, you know, wings and beef and, and like, fries and stuff like that. So here we kind of started with a, a southern kind of deal. Um, we did, like, shrimp and grits and chicken and uh, fried chicken and stuff like that. Um, and then our burgers just ended up being the most popular thing, so we kind of added a couple more, a couple more, and then we just ended up kind of making that our whole vision, and it's been, since we've changed our menu to really revolve around burgers, it's been pretty, a steady increase in, in popularity and stuff, so that's pretty much it. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's also one food item that we must discuss, and <laughs> it's the beef and white egg roll. Yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> Where did that come from? Because the first time I had that, I <laughs> never wanted to leave and go back to work. Yeah, there, I, honestly, I don't, I, how we figure out new menu items is me and Harry talked to our uh, head cook, Jay, and we were just bouncing around a bunch of ideas, and we realized we could buy egg rolls, and we are like, we could just wrap anything in these babies and fry them, and they taste incredible. Yeah. And we just, I mean, obviously, we have a lot of roast beef floating around, yeah. so yeah. we thought Let's Just Get was one of the things we tried, and they're, they're really, they're really, really good. Yeah, yeah. That's exciting. And you guys also have the basket of bacon, which was that my selling point. Yeah. Uh, I felt like such an alpha coming here and ordering a glass of scotch and a basket of bacon. As yep. you and that's exactly what I had. <laughs> yeah. So so for those that have not experienced, because we have listeners that are out of state, so can you explain your bacon? Because it's not just fried bacon from Denny's put in like a fancy basket and you're like, chip away. Right. right. First of all, it's Nooski's bacon, which if you know anything about bacon, if you're just a bacon guy, <laughs> <laughs> it's high-end stuff, super thick cut. It's like cured really, really well. It's it almost like when you cook it, it's almost got like a jerky vibe. It's like super toothsome. It's, it's really bomb bacon just out of the gate. And then we either serve it regular or you can get it candied, which is... Uh, we put brown sugar and cayenne pepper and cr- uh, fresh cracked black pepper on top and cook it, and it coats it in candy, and it's a delight. <laughs> That's what you need. So, so you guys also offer a phenomenal brunch, and your brunch also can come with a smoked old-fashioned. So when you sit down and you can enjoy eggs and Benny, <laughs> then you also get a side of bacon with your whiskey, and it's your smoke okay so here's the thing smoked old fashions you can yeah. literally only have like three because you can't leave afterwards no you will black yes. yeah yeah you'll black out yeah. so where did where did those staples come from like the brunch ideas and then the bourbon and burger uh i'm sorry bourbon and burgers menu come up like how did was that just like from an organic conversation or from demand from people bringing up recommendations in a suggestion box so the old fashioned came from uh, when we opened, we had a bar manager named Lewis Garvey, um, who works at the Roycroft now in town. But uh, he he came he invented the flamed old fashioned or whatever, and that was one of the first cocktails we ever had. Oh, so, that's right, flame, not smoke. Yeah, I'm sorry. Same diff, same diff. <laughs> but um, it's I mean, it was immediately a top seller, so it's just always stayed. I mean, the the demand never went away. Uh, so that was out of the gate, kind of. I mean, he just made a great drink. It's yeah. just really good. Um, <laughs> the brunch thing. Obviously, like, brunch got trendy, and I guess the funny part of the brunch thing is people kept bringing it to me, being like, we got to do brunch, we got to do brunch, and I was like, that is the worst idea I've ever heard. I was like, we will never do brunch in this bar, ever stop bringing it up, I don't want to hear it ever again, and then I eventually got beaten down.
down. We did like two, and it was like the best Sundays we ever did. And I was like, all right, okay, okay, <laughs> whatever. So yeah, you're like, we'll we'll discuss yeah, it. I guess yeah, we'll yeah. just try it out. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> so yeah, brunch is working for sure. Uh, bourbon and burger and bourbon Wednesdays. Wednesday. Yeah, we were trying to just kind of beef up Wednesdays, and uh, and that has turned into a thing too, because. Um, Again, it's kind of an alpha meal, having a, a burger and just a whiskey with Absolutely. it. And, and we were just trying to get people to try it because there was definitely, it's been kind of a slow grow of whiskey in East Aurora. For sure. Um, so we are just kind of be like, just it's a dollar more, do you want an ounce of like good bourbon with it? So that's kind of where that stemmed from. But. So so is that the deal? You get an ounce? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. 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 A burger and an ounce for 15 bucks. Yeah. Because yep. if you drive like 20 minutes down the road, you're just going to run into people that distill. Yes. Yep. <laughs> so trying to introduce whiskey in East Aurora specifically is as a feat, but you guys have done a great job. I mean, you have the merch that you're wearing, so yes. that helps too. Yes. And then just just to really get the word out. But whiskey's like a terrifying drink to order. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So Definitely. do you guys offer anything to kind of help other than like here's our massive menu because your bar is just unbelievably stacked mm-hmm. with quality products. Yeah. So. We do flights now. That's probably the easiest like introductory introductory thing. But all of our um, bartenders now are pretty um, knowledgeable. That was that was kind of tricky at first too because out of the gate it was just kind of me or Lewis. So if you wanted to know about whiskey or get an introduction, somebody had to call me or Lewis over because oh. even our it was tough to train staff to care. Um, because <laughs> yeah, I mean I mean it was just like not a thing so people did. Yeah. And whiskey's yeah. just yeah, like you're saying, just so much. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's confusing, yeah. and people don't really drink it, especially <clears throat> like I mean now they do, but six years ago, twenty year olds were not like, mm-hmm. hmm, what's the difference between bourbon and Irish whiskey and like all this yeah. all this stuff. So it was a tough sell. Um, but now our staff is like really engaged, and I think they like the identity of being a whiskey place, mm-hmm. so they want to brag about their personal favorites. They want to talk about, you know, the stuff that they've learned over the years and stuff like that. And we have a lot of great bartenders who come from other places to here, to work here. Um, so the knowledge base is pretty pretty deep now. Yeah. So if you ask, there's a lot of great stuff to try. So speaking about personal favorites, what are we drinking here and what are your personal favorites? Well, we're definitely Scotch people. Scotch brothers, I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Scotch brothers. <laughs> so this is what we're drinking right now. Um, it's just a limited edition run. It was like Game of Thrones, a bunch of distilleries um, wanted to... It was like the last season of Game yeah, of Thrones, yeah. I think. So they wanted to um, get a promotion together. And we are having the Del Winnie. I, I don't remember the year of it. I think it's Del Winnie 9 or 10. Um, but yeah, they only released it with this. And it's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Smooth. Is that your favorite type of like Dalwini, or do you have a favorite Scotch? I mean, I love. I'm an equal opportunity Scotch drinker. <laughs> I would say the Scotch I drink the most is Dewar's White Label. Oh, yeah. uh, delicious, award-winning blended Scotch. <laughs> Takes a lot of flack unnecessarily. It's yeah. great. Give it a shot if you've never had it. Um, but my favorite whiskey is Lagavulin 16. Mm. But that's. I mean. I got the money to be drinking that all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah be yep. drinking that all day long. But um, yeah, I love blended scotches. I love the Compass Box Distillery, and they they blend a lot of really cool <clears> stuff. Um, yeah, I got started more on bourbon because I think it's more approachable. Mm-hmm. Um, but I eventually just keep kind of like pushing it with, you know, more and more stuff, and then the PD stuff becomes more fun and right. all that stuff. So. so how did you get yourself into 
the tolerance level to enjoy Pete opposed to like noticing Pete when you drink it. You know what I mean? He's asking for a friend. Yeah. yeah I'm, definitely, I'm definitely asking for a friend. Like, hey man, what did you do? What's a gateway? Yeah. So it's actually funny. This goes way back to one of my first tasks at the bar bill was I was like, you know what? We should go through our liquor inventory and kind of like just ramp it up a little bit or like just kind of like refresh it. And I was like, we had a bunch of stuff that didn't move and a bunch of like bizarre liqueurs and stuff like that. And I realized at 22 or 23, I had no idea what scotch even is. Sure. Like I had absolutely no idea what it was. Um, so I started Googling it. I started asking people, uh, family, friends and stuff, like what do you like? Um, a current member, Ken Stanley, brought me over to his house and he was like, you got to try. I have all the Johnny Walkers. We're going to drink it from red all the way up to blue. Oh, and yeah, so that was a fun night. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What else do you remember? Yeah, yeah exactly. That's, uh, <laughs> like, That's, That's about it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so what the first scotch I ever bought actually, or my sister bought it for me for my birthday or Christmas or something like that, was Lagavulin 16. And I was like, this is the most disgusting <laughs> shit. I remember being like this, like what human wants to drink this straight trash? Like I didn't even yeah. get, I didn't get it at all, at all. And then that's kind of when I was like, I'm not a scotch guy, like whatever it is what it is. At least I know what it is now. Um, but yeah, I st started with bourbon. I actually probably most enjoyed Irish because it was so approachable, like red breasts and stuff like that. Teeling, I really liked. Um, then I started drinking bourbons because I really like high wheat bourbons. Uh, then I started drinking rye, which are a little bit more complex, a little spicier. And then it just kind of, I just started to be like, oh, like this blended scotch is actually pretty approachable. I like this. It's a different flavor. And then, I mean, it just got to the point where drinking Ardbeg and Laphroaig and stuff like that tastes like dirt. Yeah. And <laughs> it doesn't even taste like dirt. It's like coffee. You yeah. know what I mean? Like Absolutely. where coffee's like delicious. And the first time you drink it, it's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. But, yeah. Just acquired taste, I guess. But. So the at Barbell, you have a mug program. Mm -hmm. Was is this locker program that you had here meant to be a, a cousin of that in sorts? Kind of, yeah. Um, we kind of wanted the vibe here to be like a like a little step more upscale. We've kind of reverted. On, it's pretty casual here now, um, but it was kind of that exact thing. It was like, yeah, over there, it's. A pretty approachable membership program but here you kind of have to be more of a dedicated you got to love whiskey you want to care a little bit more it costs more you have to be like be more invested in the restaurant stuff like that um but yeah the the mug club so for those something. for those that are listening that don't know can you explain like the general basis of what that is yes you, yep, you buy a mug and you get domestic drafts for a dollar in that mug it's 10 ounces um and I believe the mug cost um, $50 at this point. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, so, but then you get a, a dollar draft for, for your for life. Yeah, for um, life so, yeah. yeah, if you come in <laughs> at this point, you have to come in, a, like, probably a couple times a week, maybe once a week, um, to have your mug on the wall. There's about 200 on the wall, I believe. Um, and then the other 4,000 are upstairs. Yeah, 4, we're in the thousand? we're in the oh, four thousands yeah. at this point. My parents got their mugs in the early '80s, 
so yeah. they've had them since yeah, then. Yeah, it's been. Yeah. Oh my, I didn't know it was yeah. going on for that long. <laughs> yeah, oh, I think yeah. it's. I think it's five thousand. Are we like forty five hundred something like that? Be, yeah. So it's an honor to get it on the wall. That means you're. Oh there, yeah, like, you're gonna every work day. hard. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I'm, like, I'm, not even, I'm not even on the. <laughs> I took my mug off. You're right yeah, next door. Yeah, yeah, but I took. I think it's the same with him as we took them off the wall just because it was like at least. I mean, the people who aren't making it on the wall are there three times a week. And it's like, I don't know, keep coming, buddy. You <laughs> yeah. might get up there. It's like, Jesus yeah, Christ. So <laughs> I'd much rather have them who like who take it. I mean, these dudes take it very seriously. Yeah. Or if they jump a shelf, like it, it takes you, I think for me to get from the first shelf to the second shelf took me like four years. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so yeah. it's like so it's, each it's shelf a slow means crawl. Something too? People need to literally die. Yeah. I mean, like, the people on the top shelf, I'm not even kidding, yeah. have been coming to the barbell for 40 years, and they come every day. And, I mean, like, the bartenders over there can go down all 200 on the wall and tell you exactly who they are by name. Yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah. Because you guys have – I'm sorry. You've had bartenders there for generations. Mm. Definitely, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, our it's longest amazing. employee is at, like, 45 years or yeah. something. I think she started in 77 with Joe. Maybe 80, maybe 80. But That's yeah. insane. Yeah. So was it a difficult decision from a community standpoint to expand to multiple locations? Or was it more of an easy financial decision? It uh, was not easy. Yeah. Not, an easy yeah. not an easy decision. And East Aurora does not give us anything for free. They've yeah. been, especially in the first couple of years, were pretty, pretty on top of us. Which I don't blame them. I'd probably do the same thing if it was somebody I didn't know. Um, there was a lot of people who were skeptical or thought we were going to do some, like weird stuff or change the place or whatever. I think we have a little bit more trust, but I don't yeah, know yeah. if we're like universally loved. <laughs> <laughs> I but think there's okay. a, a vibe though where East Aurora is happy to have their barbell back because it was Definitely. starting to get so like there would be 35 table waits of people just coming from the north towns, yep. and now they get to go up there. So sure. I think there's a little bit more obviously. We're at fifty percent capacity yeah, right now, COVID so it's still weird. Up. But so you said you had four locations. Am I missing one? The fourth is our takeout location. It's just <laughs> okay. in a separate building. So where's the third? It's here. Oh, okay, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. yeah, I was scared. I'm like, did I miss something? <laughs> no. Is there something in like Lancaster that I don't know no, about? No, North like Dakota. Dakota. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> like, All right, road trip tomorrow. Pack it up. <laughs> is the menu items different at the north location than it is here? No, same. Yep. We have a salad. Different salad. <laughs> Different salad. We, we thought it was important to know. People in East Aurora don't need vegetables. They no. don't care yeah. of their people want vegetables. So. Yeah, we do have a salad. <laughs> that's amazing. That awesome. That's the most honest. Yeah. Thing True. That's ever, the yeah. only thing that's different. <laughs> yep. Nice. That's incredible. Yep. Yep. So one thing, too, that is specific to East Aurora is the open container law. Mm. Everybody knows it but i don't think they know the specifics behind it can you shed any light on what that means to one like the legal aspect of it and to what it means to the community of east aurora in general uh yeah i have an anecdote about it actually basically for people who don't know there's like i think literally like 10 places in america like less yeah Yeah, maybe less like vegas Vegas is one (laughs) and uh and east aurora for some random reason you're just it's you're illegally legally allowed to drink wherever you want in public all day long so whenever or are there specific days whenever anytime go bills oh you can God. literally yeah. get a six-pack walk outside crack it Uncovered. chug it there <laughs> used to be a guy i'm not gonna say his name there used to be a guy in town 
who used to just crush beers in town. And when, like, when I was growing up, this isn't even the anecdote, but when I was, when I was growing up, he would just be bombed all day long in town. And the cops, people would complain like he's bombed and like laying on the ground. The cops would be like, "Yo, freedom, can you go home." And he'd be like, "No." And they'd be like, "Well." I mean, but the anecdote is one time I was in high school, you have to go to like a village board meeting to like show that you love government or whatever that is. And so at mine, they were actually bringing up in this. I came to find out that they do this every probably like five, ten years is somebody from the community, usually somebody who moves in, realizes that that's a thing and they're appalled and they're like, oh, my God, I need to do something about this. So they take it to the village board and they put it on the whatever that like, oh, we need to get rid of this open container law and it literally no joke got laughed out of the room like the village board members were laughing they're like yeah absolutely not i mean like the town has no i mean every, patience for that yeah exactly it is universally yeah. loved universally loved yeah. that we can drink wherever we want so has this been a thing like forever 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 and there's just no appetite to change that's awesome no i think yeah. east aurora was like established by the wealthy in buffalo as like a vacation spot i don't even like i think that's why they made it a village was they used to come here like the knoxes and like all these people used to vacation here and i think they just when they were establishing it were like wouldn't it be dope if we could just drink (laughs) everywhere and they just never they just never changed it there's very few things that you can say were similar to las vegas on yeah this is one of them that's about it yeah that's about it (laughs) that is incredible It makes like town events awesome too. Like we have a a music fest um, every June, and it's just bonkers because people just walk from tent to tent like it's their backyard with (laughs) thirty racks. It's insane. (laughs) Thirty racks. Well, it's such a process to obtain a license to be able to even have a patio that you can allow beers on. I mean, we're we've been interviewing a couple different businesses that have blocked off a street and it was a process to get that done yeah here you can just like go stand in the middle of the street yeah it's a really bizarre thing because we still have to abide by the sla rules which is that like your patio needs to be enclosed you need to it needs to be visibly marked off where you can drink blah 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 blah. and but it's perfectly legal to drink on the street but you can't bring it into the bar Mm -hmm. obviously so many many times a dude will come up with the beer in his hand, walk in. We're like, sir, you got to get rid of the beer, whatever. And he's like, this is legal, man. It's like, no, no. <laughs> it's like, it's not. I know what you're talking about because yeah. I live here, but you can drink it out there, but you can't bring it in here. So yeah. it's, yeah, it's a whole thing. We can technically sell beer retail and then they can leave and drink it out there, but they can't bring it into somewhere else. Yeah. It's yeah. very confusing here. A lot of gray areas in East Aurora. But, yeah. So they can go to a, like not a sponsor, Rite Aid next door yeah. buy whatever beer they want and then casually walk up and down Main Street it's totally fine but they can't come into your establishment buy a beer wait for their table and then drink their beer outside correct because your permit ends at the entranceway correct? correct okay Mm -hmm. correct nice interesting but they can also we can sell retail so they could buy a beer you can't do this in COVID but normal times you could buy a beer retail and then leave and just drink it walking down the street but technically we can't you know what I mean it's like I feel like I would be very very self-conscious if I were to do that but it's so socially acceptable here yeah yeah Yeah. so what we should do with the town board is bring up 
the permit issue and just be like, if someone's waiting for the establishment, give us like an outer perimeter. Oh, Similar- nobody gives. Nobody does anything. Nobody. It's, no. It's, yeah, nobody does it. Yeah. Nobody. <laughs> yeah, nobody does it. See, another yeah. one laughed yeah. out. Yeah. That's yeah, it. Yeah, another no. one laughed out. <laughs> one time, <laughs> like, come on, get that out. One of here. time, I was walking uh, to the fireworks, <laughs> in the town fireworks, and I had a beer walking down the street, and a police officer pulled up and he said, "Hey, hey." And I looked over and I was just standing there. I was like, oh no, it's like, am I doing something wrong? And he goes, why don't you got a beer in each hand, bro? And then he peeled away. <laughs> Real, true story. Yeah, true story. Serve and protect, baby. I love this town. Yeah, it's a good so, place. So, speaking of the town, do you do any community involvement or anything that you do for the community itself? We do, I mean, we donate a lot to events and golf tournaments and charities. We do a, we did our first inaugural barbell golf tournament um last year to support hawk creek Creek animal preserve okay and uh we had it at bobble links because we thought that was funny nice and we did it under the lights (laughs) and we had shuttle buses and you've never seen a group of drunker dudes ever possibly the best thing (laughs) it was so funny and so fun and i think there was 20 groups or something and i think three dudes got their scorecards in Everybody else is just like, <laughs> I don't yeah. remember. We stopped playing golf. We just started walking around drinking. But a lot of fun. Save the animals. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Save the animals. Yeah. That's awesome. what I do sober. I just turn in my scorecard. Yeah. Like yeah. a garbage can. And yeah. 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 The curve. yeah. Why bother? Why bother? <laughs> That's awesome. Yep. So where can people find you on social media and then look up like your hours if they want to come and enjoy everything that you guys have? I mean, we're all over everything. So right. we're on. If you Google Barbell or 189 Burger, we're all over everything. We're on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we take reservations now because of COVID on Open Table. Um, we have a website which is barbell.com yeah. and 189, 189 spelled, spelled out. out. O n e e i g h etc. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get in the weeds there with spelling. <laughs> but, yeah, awesome. we're pretty easy to find. <laughs> yeah. That is so cool. So well, is there any th- thoughts on expanding 189 to a different location since you did that with Barbell? Or what's next for the 189 Barbell family? Everything's on the table. Everything's on the table. We're definitely going to open more locations eventually when we have the bandwidth and maybe when COVID's over. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if the demand is there for another 189, we would do it. I love this brand. I think the burgers are great. I think we make great cocktails. I think it's just gaining a lot of steam. So I could see that happening. I could definitely see us doing, we've talked about different barbell type, whatever whatever yeah. you call that. Variations. <laughs> yeah, variations yeah. On, on the brand and stuff like that. So we'll see. I mean, we've talked about a ton of different stuff. Do you guys sell merch at all? We do. We have merch at each location so our clearance location has probably the most merch but then we have tons available in East Aurora and at our takeout location and I believe there's even some still on the internet right now on barbell.com um, but yeah nice. tons of shirts one more thing we have to talk about specifically with your wings yeah you guys paint your wings yes. instead of toss them yes mm-hmm. was that started before you oh and yeah oh, it's yeah. just you guys have to continue it yeah I mean we would either way because I mean, it's literally, that's how you make the perfect wing, in my opinion, IMO. <laughs> they, um, you, you know they can't, they literally can't change anything. You oh, know, no, that, Like yeah. the town oh, would yeah. riot. Oh, God. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. We, we walked in and we were like, we just tossed them now, they would murder oh, us. 
It wouldn't even be funny. Yeah, it wouldn't be. It would not be funny at all. It'd be a hostile takeover. Um, but yeah, it's kind of a badge of honor too when you start working there, like how fast you can paint them, because as you can imagine, you need to be legit, legit mm-hmm. to yeah. to survive because the volume is crazy. But. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. your hand cramps up after the first couple hours. Oh, yeah. yeah, your left hand, you have to hold them with tongs, and you have to grab them and paint them real fast. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you first couple of shifts. You see wings when you blink. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have nightmares about it. Yeah. So another thing, too, is that you guys are known for your flavors outside of just, like, hot, medium, mild. Mm-hmm. How often do those flavors change? Because I feel like you've gotten a, a significant set, and now they're just staples, and they don't change. That's pretty much the case, yeah. Yeah. Um, we have made in our tenure one wing sauce. <laughs> one. <laughs> so. I just love how baked in a tradition you guys are. Yeah, because I, I mean, at first I feel like we we were like, you know what, we got to prove ourselves. We got whatever, and then eventually we're like, what yeah, are we? What the fuck are we doing? <laughs> so, just cook the wings for the people. Like, what are we? We don't need to. <laughs> nobody's looking for our creative input. Yeah. So. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, but eventually we'll probably do another one. But, yeah. but one more. Yeah. Your, <laughs> one one more. per decade. What is your favorite? Ooh. Are you a suicide guy? No, God, no. no. God, no. I <laughs> ate one once, and I was like, never, ever again. That's the dumbest thing ever. I don't, even when dudes get it through, like, isn't this awesome? It's like, no, you're an idiot. It's, yeah. it's should, first of all, the stuff we make the sauce with, literally, you can't touch with your skin. Like, it literally is yeah, like, do not touch. Should not go in your body. Yeah. Don't do you know touch what it this is? with your skin. Like, from it's, a from, from a Scoville unit level, do you, it's, do you have to report any of this stuff to, yeah. no? <laughs> <laughs> No, no, it's full send. Yeah. It's six hundred thousand school units. Jesus. Okay, so it's still less than a million. So people can grow up and get over it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, suck it up. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. So, what is your favorite? Sorry. No, I think mine. I think mine is probably honey Dijon. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. That's yeah. Cool. Um, mine is uh, Cajun honey butter barbecue, nice. which we call Josh Allen's in the kitchen. Yeah, that's his favorite. That's as his well, favorite. So. Yeah. So yeah, being a staple to the community, have, what type of famous people have you had come to Barbell oh, specifically? I, David Blaine. Yeah, that's seriously. Yeah. Probably the most. He was just on the Joe Rogan's podcast. Yeah, he, was, so. oh, that he, wow. was, that he was. That he was. That he was. He just stuck him with a needle or something. He's like, yeah, I can take it. Yeah. All right, chill yeah, out, David. Through his arm. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> he opened his wallet and an eight ball fell out, and then he put it back in his wallet and folded it in his pocket. And yeah, I hate him so yeah, much. He yeah. that. It was bizarre. <laughs> he asked for us to make his uh, suicidal hotter, so he had 20 of those, and he's like, you got to make these hotter for me. And we're like, yeah, well, well. We literally <laughs> just put straight-up capsaicin extract <laughs> yeah. on wings, and he was like... <laughs> he just doesn't have feeling anywhere yeah, in his I body. Don't, I don't so. know. Or, I mean, I don't understand magic. I can't with so. him. That dude is out there. He's just out there. Yeah. So then there's there's multiple bills and former bills that live in the area. Yeah. So yeah. are they are they like friends at this point where they just walk in and you're like, what's going on? I mean, not to us personally. But yeah, yeah, yeah. If any bills want to hang out with me, just let me know. No, but I mean, literally every player comes yeah. through. It's it's funny story actually my dad was sitting at the bar one time and it was before it was like the year of all the quarterbacks getting drafted like the four and it was like mm-hmm. which one is the bills gonna get and stuff like that and the only one they brought to the bar bill on their like visits before the draft was josh Allen. Oh, really? and my dad was like i bet that's who we take because the only one who came to the bar bill yeah. and then we took him so. Yeah, so what are your thoughts on duffs and anchor bar not not to throw shade or anything but like being the wings experts you guys are what are they 
to you guys. Yeah. yeah, I love Duff's. I think Duff's is great. Yeah. Anchor Bar exists. <laughs> Excellent word choice. Yeah. I love it. Okay. Uh, I don't think they try. You know, sure. I think they're at this point in their like company's existence. They're just like, yeah, whatever. I mean, yeah. I just I, I don't still go there, and I think if you've never had a buffalo wing, it's it's fine. Yeah, but. and I mean, they obviously are, are great at running a restaurant. You know, I yeah. mean, it's like it's not like it's crap, but if you have a choice, I mean, you know. So speaking on that, what type of uh, we, there's obviously the buffalo wing fest, but what other competitions or something have you guys entered, and have you won anything? We enter none, okay. but we've won a ton. The nice. Cheers, boys. That, that's <laughs> what I like to hear. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> so, that's amazing. It's just true. So, what does that <laughs> they mean? They just send them to us. They literally, oh, really? we, oh yeah, but we'll just get a letter like, oh. Yeah, we've we never done something. the wing fest. Yeah, because the only reason is because they cook the wings for you, and then oh. you they give them to you, and then you put the sauce on them. It's not really our wings, so yeah. it's just like we just skip it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think we tried. I think we signed up for a couple different things, like right when we bought the place, and then we realized it's like we have so much that we need to do just to exist as a restaurant mm-hmm. that we just try to focus most of our energy to on doing that. Um, but yeah, I mean, we've won. Well, yeah, like, people, we're a good like Twitter poll. We win a lot of those. A lot of we Twitter the, polls. The Buffalo Spree. We've won a couple. Yep. Best wings or whatever. But. So regarding wings. How does this whole thing come about where your wings are just different from everybody else's? Like, do you have a, a random barbell farm that no one knows exists where you just have chickens with, the like, chickens a secret... Are doing squats, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, like they're them. just literally crushing it. Like, how does this... <laughs> no, I tell I'm... people this... I mean, you can go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I, I never know how much I want to say, but, I mean, I, we're getting the same wings as everybody else. Yeah, and... I, I, the thing I always tell people, and they're always like, yeah, right, yeah, right. <laughs> I think the thing that makes our wings great is that we cook them from fresh always. So there's ne- we never par-cook them. We never do anything weird. We never, I mean, we always get the same wings, and we always paint them. So they're never, like, saturated in sauce. They're never, uh, we time the cook, we, like, time it so the cook time's always the same. Maybe that's part of it. I know a lot of other places just, like, guesstimate so it probably makes it like hit or miss we, we don't do that every fryer's on a timer but i mean we don't do any kind of weird magic stuff it's just yeah. the sauce tastes david good. blaine's no still way. in the back room. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. he's on our payroll we have blaine, blaine on retainer <laughs> so what type of burger is 189 known for we make a twice ground all brisket burger that at least is like that is way more unique than the wings the wings are just like wings <laughs> yeah. but we do straight up full brisket into a grinder twice and it, it's like way higher fat content than other okay. you know a lot of times they'll cut it with chuck or sirloin or something like that to kind of lean it out which some people prefer but we just like a really fatty burger so we grind it all in house we yeah. it's a lot of meat grinding yeah. but then literally salt on yeah shit salt of salt on yeah flat top yep that's it wow yeah that's awesome yeah, yeah. good deal well, thank you guys so much for letting us come here and talk your ear off on both Barbell and 189. Yep. Um, everybody knows where to find you at this point. You guys are staples of the community, and we just really appreciate your time. So thank you very much. Thank, thank you, you for having us, for sure. Absolutely. We're out.
Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.